Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth lightness and heartfelt shares. So today's episode is all about the mystical element that is air, right Magena? Yes, Sam. And air, air, air. How much connected are we today to air? What do you feel? (laughs) When I think of air, firstly, what comes to me is lots of expressions like airy fairy, you know, like, Mm. um, and things like having your head up in the clouds and almost like this sort of dreamy, ethereal aspect to that element. Mm. Yeah. And I think that describes air people a little bit. They have this air headed like where it's a lot of ideas. They're fast, intellectual, new things, a lot of information. And they usually ask a lot of questions. And so their great gift is, I think, for communication. But on the downside of that, I feel air people are a lot indecisive. So and cannot remember much. Do you actually know any air people, Sam? I do know people that have an air sign. And I also think, you know, we all have air in us, whether or not we're an air sign. So I really um, love what you're saying there, because I definitely notice, for example, when I'm in contact with my own air, that there is a faster energy that wants to come forward and a kind of busyness. <laughs> and there's, there's actually something quite exciting about being in that energy, um, even though the flip side of it, as you just said there, is that um, sometimes because there's so much going on, it can be difficult to make a decision because it's like all these options are there and there's all this stuff to get inquisitive and curious about. So, you know, which path do we take? It's kind of that, the energy, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel I'm very connected to air today because (laughs) it's like my whole world is super fast (laughs) and, and there are just so many balls in the air juggling. But my air, like how I can see that I channel air a lot is is through some qualities of it which is a lot air is a lot about being independent and and free yeah and curious so so those are the qualities that i channel it but besides those there is there is also they're quite talkative <laughs> and, and they're very observant but they're also uh, very much uh, thinkers mm. so yeah really uh, good thinkers they need their mind stimulated mm. at all times yeah yeah, it's that kind of intellectual quality, isn't it? And exactly, you know, they're wanting to know more. Almost, there's almost a kind of scientific aspect to it. Wanting more facts, wanting to go deeper into something, and and um, yeah, just really kind of looking at the hyperlinks and then going into each one and a bit more each time. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I think because of that, usually air people make good teachers mm. as well because they bring all that information they have all that information and knowledge and then they simplify it they serve it in a quite nice grounded practical way yeah 
yeah, there's this way of giving things a context and um, naming things from a place of cerebral knowing that I hear when you speak to that. Mm. Yeah, and um, there's something also around articulation. I guess another way that I connect to my air is that um, I can have quite a fast pace and I'm also able to articulate my experience quite um, immediately. So I know that when I'm doing that, I'm probably in that air energy, you know? There's something around direct communication that comes forward from this. Yeah. Yeah. In that sense, I'm not very connected to my air. Like my air doesn't doesn't come out like that mm. in articulation. It's mostly, yeah, well, that's where water comes in mostly. It's mostly communicating through feelings. <laughs> Yeah, and you're so good at that. Uh, yes. <laughs> I see you laughing them again. And what comes up when? What comes up that? is sometimes, but sometimes I need to be a little bit more, more uh, logic based than feeling based. <laughs> and some yeah. decisions, I think, yeah, uh, need to be taken more based on logic. Yeah. I hear you. Um, you know we're pretty similar, even though we're very different people. I'm the same when I'm making decisions. It's all about how do I feel about that? What does my gut say about that? You know, it's all very ah, illogical, but very meaningful to me, that process. And yet you're right, you know, with this air thing, it brings in the ability to look at things a little bit more, perhaps from a distance. And I don't know, have a, a wider view and then decide from a place that's a bit more connecting the mind to the other parts of the body is what I'm making up right now. Yeah, I think that's that's the right, like finding that balance where where you're not over dominant. Yeah. Um, by yeah, by feelings or simply go logic, you know, this hyper rationality of things like really going hyper rational or hyper emotional in, in some yeah. cases. So it's, it's finding the balance. And, and I think that balance is also the combination of all the elements coming together. Like, when do you need one element more than the other? In what situation do you need uh, one element? And uh, what would serve the situation best? Yeah, what do you need to connect more to, yeah, to address the situation? And I'd love to ask you, when does your connection to air really serve you? Yes, it serves me, especially when I'm teaching. Mm. and I'm training yeah I think that's where I'm very connected to air and very connected also to articulation and and making ideas simple like yeah. really delivering in a simple and understandable way to participants yeah um it it really serves me there and sometimes it serves me in some discussions I would say with uh yeah. with people where we don't connect in emotions, but we connect mentally. Yeah. So because my way of connecting is very much emotion to emotion, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes that could, that could be potential for disaster sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because you're talking to emotion to emotion, <laughs> which is not super good. Uh, but it, it does serve as well sometimes, for sure, yeah. because there needs to be place for that. But but if it's only that, that sometimes it's uh, it goes to, I wouldn't say extreme, but it it it's only one side of the story, so mm. it's not complete. So that's why uh, sometimes I need to connect to uh, to air. 
And it's so funny today because one of my clients, he was also, he had a realization. He said, one of his friends had told him there's a difference between them because he speaks, I feel, and she speaks, I think. And that's where we we were connected. I was like, yeah, I'm the same. I always say, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. And sometimes we need to meet people where they're at in their more cerebral place. So sometimes tapping into that energy of air, I guess, can help you meet different people in the way that they need as well. Yeah, yeah, completely. And you, Sam? Wow. Hmm. I could hear everything you were saying around trainings and stuff like that. It definitely helps me to articulate, to communicate clearly, um, directly and um, simply when I'm tapped into it. And what also comes is around ideas. You know, when I think about the start of my day, when I'm out in nature, I realize not only am I feeling and sensing a lot of stuff, but there's a process happening where my mind is making sense of the feeling and the sensing and then giving a shape to it, which is my poetry or the visualizations that I write, you see. I love the way you're you're talking with all your body about it. No, it's like, you're dancing. It's <laughs> funny that you say that, right? Because I think in a way that's maybe what air does to me, allow yeah. us the things to connect in and then move. So yeah, yeah a great noticing. But um, <laughs> so yeah, it comes through in that. I think it primarily in, I, I see myself right now looking up as well because I see that when I get inspired, it's like my head's, well, my crown chakra is connecting with something that's coming in and through it. And that is part of air helping me to communicate a creative message. So. Mm. Yeah, it comes up a lot and it comes up when I'm working with clients and I'm guiding them through a visualization. It's like um, I'm giving a structure to something that may serve them through my connection to air. So, Mm. yeah, it's interesting to be with that question, right? Yeah, it's very interesting. And what I love about what you shared is especially the lots of ideas. Yeah. And the, um, the creativity that comes with it as well. And it seems like because you are predominantly fire right but it seems like in the morning you're more air yeah. right yeah that's so true it's so true I am I am I mean you know when you strip me down to the bare bones I'm fire right but yes. somehow about the birth of the new day <laughs> I can feel it there's an airiness and I think I, yeah maybe there is almost a grounding in air bizarrely for me so yeah. thank you for that insight, Regina. And I also would love to... How much should I charge you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, you know. I mean, I know this advice doesn't come cheap. <laughs> you know. Euro. <laughs> yes, my retirement fund. <laughs> Is there a time for you, Magena, when um, air really doesn't serve you? And you can feel it kind of coming into your being and you're like, oh no, I don't need this now, but it's here. I think it is a little bit with uh, many ideas and which that would be, would make me quite indecisive. Yeah. Or a lot of different distractions. A lot of different distractions that happen. And, and you know, that, that again makes me a little bit indecisive. Uh, so which way to go but I think for me air 
I'm having also an aha moment, Sam. Maybe I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm just making up um, that maybe when I'm connected to air, I'm probably most connected to the pleaser in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because then I'm like, because pleaser basically at the bottom is being indecisive. Yeah. In a way, wanting some validation, wanting some, yes, yeah, so some confirmation of things. Yeah. So, so I guess that's, that's my worst affair. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And as you were saying it, it was making me realize how I can get a bit blown around by air. It's that energy where it pulls you in a few different directions at the same time. And then it's like, no wonder it then can make you indecisive, right? Because Mm. you're not in one place for long enough to be able to feel if that's the right one. So yeah, yeah, I could really relate to that. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not super talkative as a person. So usually when I'm connected sometimes to my eccentric side, I'm thinking out loud now, right? Mm. So it's a lot about when I'm connected to that side and I would become more talkative and I would become more playful and maybe sometimes doing jokes that are not very appropriate (laughs) for the situation. (laughs) I love you in that energy though. (laughs) I know, but it's quite the cheeky energy, (laughs) and I catch myself sometimes. But uh, but yeah, sometimes I I mean I've had the impact that that has had. It's like a lot of rolled eyes and a lot of looks my (laughs) way. I'm like shit. Okay, yeah, (laughs) got it. Let's move on now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel you, Magena. It's similar for me. You know, sometimes how it's coming in me is. And you know this all too well, you know, from working with me all this time, is the excitability thing, you know? Sometimes I'm so full of air that I just get so excited. (laughs) And I, you know, you're talking about the rolling eyes. I can feel those bloody rolling eyes, you know? It's like, who is this woman? Why is she so excited? Like, surely that's not real. And then I feel like it kind of like is so bouncy in my body that I I almost want to kind of sit on my hands and like, you know, squash it down a bit because I know it's full on yeah but that's an interesting segue right in a way when you're so air Mm. what element could help you to ground love that question and you know the obvious answer is earth yeah yes somehow for me anyway when I'm in my air earth feels like a million miles away so I'm not sure that I could just like drop down right down to earth from air like that for me it would be a bit of a drop yeah. So, hmm, when you ask me that, I guess I would go to fire mm-hmm. because I know that when I'm, firstly, it's the most authentic and essence based element for me. And also, um, yeah, I feel, I feel grounded. I really do feel grounded in fire because it's where my truth is. So, even though it's not quite so earthy, um, it's definitely um, present and, and real for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, you know, it's interesting, that question, because it made me go there in in me as I spoke to it. So I already felt my own energy changing. Completely. Completely. I can see the grounding. I mean, I can feel Mm. the grounding. Exactly as you said, to me, jumping from air to earth, it would be quite a transition. So so the mid-transition would be, for me, connecting to water as well, like as well in terms of my authentic element. Or the element that I'm more comfortable with. So, so that's the transition. Air, water, 
and the transition really looks like more flowy, more present, mm. uh, more flexible. Mm. And, and that consecutively for me, it's a more grounded and more present. And then probably the next step would be to connect to earth. I'm realizing a lot from our shares. I'm realizing that grounding doesn't have to be earth. <laughs> and I love earth. I live with a Mr. Earth and I absolutely love that element. But I'm realizing that grounding looks very, very different for each of us. And that, you know, in hearing you and then listening to myself also, I'm realizing it's often our own element, our main element, that's our place of grounding, not necessarily earth, which we make up to be everybody's place of grounding. So, yeah, I'm also having my own light bulb moment around this, McGenna. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. No, I love, I love these discussions where there is not just not just giving for the sake of the podcast, but it's, it's mm. an internal journey as well that we go yeah. through and figuring out as well our own insights because, yeah, and through our own insights, hopefully we inspire other people as well. Love that. And it's reminding me of the best conversations we've had on the podcast. And they have always been the ones where they're very unscripted. They're very spontaneous. We have no agenda. We bring a topic and we reveal to ourselves through the conversation spontaneously how we feel about that given topic um, it brings so much it does indeed and I really love it mm. and the fun that we both have yes <laughs> hey I know we're kind of coming to a close possibly on air but yes if you were to give a metaphor for air like what comes to mind for you hmm Something with flying. So the first thing that came to mind was a butterfly, a bee or a dragonfly. Mm. Yeah. So something flying, mm. but also flying and free and, and moving around and maybe a little bit indecisive from flower to flower. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's the curiosity part. And that's the, um, uh, what's, what's the exploration part? <laughs> yeah and also there's lots of beauty in those I think you yeah, know there's something sure. beautiful about the air images there and what's yours what's your metaphor yeah the first image that came to mind was you know the dandelions when they're oh, yeah. no longer yellow you know and and you blow them and the little seeds can kind of they're very light and they fly everywhere and it's sort of childlike because you do that when you're a kid yeah, something around um, very fine natural particles blowing around in the air and finding the place that they want to land. And it could be anywhere. Beautiful. So if you're listening and you have any more thoughts on the element of air, let us know. We always do love to hear your feedback, your thoughts and uh, just your opinions of what's come up for you whilst you've been listening. Absolutely. And as a reminder, we have our retreat yes. 25th to the 30th of October in uh, northern Portugal. So, and it's all based on the elements. And we would love to see you there. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth.
lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>